What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Why do you got so much whiskey left, bro? What are you doing? I just filled up. Oh, well, give me some, then, nerd. Katakton. Jesus, dude, you are so lucky I got hands like fucking Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> oh, my God. Hands like digs. Should have said fucking Dawson like, Knox. Like Adams. No, Adams with Green Bay. Hell yeah. You know his first like three seasons he was hurt and dropped every ball? I got talking, Devontae Adams? I got talking points for you today. On that same vein. I have talking points for you today. We have things to talk about. Is it the same shit? No, we have different a, day? No, we have a lot to go over this I week. Know we do. Alright. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Buffalo Happy Hour. Mike, what's going on? What what are we doing? We were just in a legit conversation. All of a sudden, you just throw that in, like, mid-sentence? Yeah, you got to capture everything, bro. We started talking about some good stuff. I was like, we got to press record. Let's get going here. Yeah, you're recording. Don't worry. You're recording over here. Yeah, we're, we're recording over All right, here. We're so we're up. All right, welcome we got, back. We got them doing it. We're good. Jamie, sure. Jamie's. Yeah, the ghost. Um, yeah, so quick shout-out to our sponsors. Uh, Addy's logo, moving on. Queen Nailed City it. Creative Works. Uh, thank you for being a weekly episode sponsor. Uh, we appreciate you guys. They are a they're a family ran marriage. Uh, holy criminy! <laughs> I got like thirty things in my head and I can't even say. What are you doing? Okay, they're a married couple that are also business, business owners. Marriage failing. <laughs> Burnwood. <laughs> Have you ever picked up a piece of wood and said, "I want my face on that"? 
Queen oh, City Creative yeah. Works. Send it over to them. They'll burn it for you. They'll make whatever you need custom. They have uh, different packages that you can do. However, we are also working with them in conjunction for you guys between Patreons, our sponsors, and then our friends and audience and things like that, family, et cetera, everybody. Everybody. What is going to happen is we're going to do coasters, tumblers, and metal bottle openers, full-size metal openers uh, with a silicone center so you can hold it and not cut your hands. It is going to be branded with our logo. It is going to be burned by Queen City Creative Works and or lasered by Queen City Creative Works in Cheek to Vegas, New York, a.k.a. Cheek to Waga. That is where their business is. They will then ship it out to you no matter where you are in the United States. If you are outside of the United States, it's probably just going to cost more, but we will send it to you. USPS is fighting the uh, vaccine mandate, and that is supposed to go to like court or something. So if that goes into effect, it may delay shipping. So just keep that in mind. Moving <coughs> on. Uh, they do a lot of good work, and that is why we linked up with them. They are not only friends who we've had on our show, but and outside of work and business, uh, they are just good friends of ours. But they are just good people worth uh, promoting, and we appreciate your sponsorship. So, weekly recap. I really like my angle. Can you move the camera? Uh, a little you bit? are so take away from the door. Needy. Why are we so? You want me to turn it? No, just move. Yep. There. You go. Oh, a little more. A little more. There you go. Add a boy. Okay. Welcome back. So, uh, weekly recap. Uh, let's see. So, work was nuts. I bought my first pair of Wranglers. Uh, shot at Brett Favre. And you know what I did when I put them on? I'm wearing them right now. You know what I did? I took a venison steak out. I marinated it. It's in a bag. When I go home tonight, cooking a cast iron skillet. Tomorrow, venison steak and eggs for breakfast. Boom. Why? Why Wrangler? Why not just be like a normal person and get like American Eagle jeans? They're you cut up in the harness, you know, up in the harness. So comfortable. So comfortable. So for, are mine for from your Banana madness, Republic. The madness going on. Wait, what? So are mine from Banana Republic. Listen, listen, Derek Moneybags or Crusoe across the table. <laughs> I, Banana Republic jeans are super expensive. These are incredibly comfortable. Nice. Though. But very expensive. Although I just go to their outlets. And that's what I got these from. And then use my military discount. And then it's like fourteen dollars for a pair of that's, jeans. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's uh, it's seventy dollars in gas to get out there. But Thanks, how much are Joe. Wranglers? Thirty bucks. That's what I'm saying. You can be saving money. They're, these were twenty five dollars after tax. See, now you're lying to me. Well, sorry, I rounded up five dollars. <laughs> twenty five dollars after tax. Coles in and out. Did you get it because of Brett Favre? Or no, you just always wanted Wranglers. Well, two reasons. One, I always wanted to try out the U cut. Inside the harness. Two. Isn't that Duluth trading? No. Two, Brett Favre. Three, <laughs> I destroyed a pair of jeans at work, and I needed a pair of jeans for the next day at work because I was doing manual labor with the install guys, and I was like, what else? Like, I need a pair of jeans. I don't want to go to American Eagle because they're too soft and they're trash, and they're not going to work. And I was like, Wrangler, this is my chance. So got a pair of Wrangler, and they're amazing. They're you're, soft. You're like a dad. They're comfortable. Of course I'm a dad. Also, uh, we got a gift. So we got to talk about our oh, gift. Yeah. I got it. Sean, mega fan. The Bourbon Whisperer. Got us a t-shirt saying Bourbon Whisperer, so thank you. Uh, that was our Christmas gift that arrived. Uh, we appreciate that very much. Never, never want to dance again. And then a couple business notes for y'all. We Follow us on, or subscribe on Patreon. Subscribe on Patreon. That? You'll Start get things a week early. Uh, subscribe on YouTube so that you can keep up with our content because that's when 
and where we release a lot of our details and our updates on things. Patreon.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour. YouTube.com slash Buffalo Happy Hour for all of you. And also Instagram. Mike's just glazing over all the details. Official Buffalo Happy Hour on Instagram. <laughs> the, uh, we completed our next single barrel collaboration with Addies and Clonakilty. Clonakilty is a distillery in Ireland. Uh, now, basically how this worked is we sat down with Clonakilty and their rep named Hopper, who's off the boat and amazing. And we sat down with Addies. We had a panel. We did a tasting responsibly, as you know, responsible as possible. And we sat down and said, all right, this is kind of the ballpark of what we're trying to obtain here and accomplish. Let's do the all the tastings and then pick one that we all unanimously like, and then we'll make it work. So we did. We just reviewed Kalani Kilty's single barrel. Well, it's not a single barrel. Uh, their limited release with Cacocton Creek Distilling down in Virginia. And honestly, uh, working with Klonic Kilty has been unbelievable. Yeah. It's been seamless. Um, great communication back and forth. Everything is basically already here and ready. There is almost no delays expected at all. We have continuous meetings with Addies up until when this releases. This is going to release in time for St. Patty's Day, no questions asked. So in that, Addies has an app. Download Addie's Fine Wine and Spirits app on Google Play Store and Apple, uh, the App Store, Apple's App Store. Perfect. See, and it gets you, too. You were making fun of me for a while, but it gets you. It's tough. All the apps, things, are there's too many platforms. We'll talk about it. But China took over, and it's annoying. <laughs> so uh, download the app, and then if you want to buy a bottle of the whiskey... Buy it on the wrap. That's the only way you can pre-order, is buying it through the app. The reason being is that's going to streamline it for the store to understand all the quantities, who's already bought, the money's already in-house, it's already taken care of, then you can just go there and pick it up, and or they can ship it to you if you are within the state of New York. Very simple. Uh, less headache, less paper trails. It's just going to be seamless. So do that, and we are looking forward to that release because it is a Irish whiskey finished in a wine barrel, and it's incredible it's finished in a french wine a french dessert wine barrel called sauterne sauterne it's finished in a sauterne barrel which is a white french dessert wine and from what hopper was telling us this is the only one of its kind in the united states throwing that out there if you want it's kind of sweet you want a selling point there it is Buffalo Happy Hour, Addie's, Kilty, only one in the United States, 300 total bottles. That's it. That's it. It's never going to be replicated again. We can never duplicate it ever again. This is it. This is your chance. Download the app. Pre-order the bottles. Send it to your house. <laughs> Drink responsibly in a Glencairn glass. Drink the juice. Love the juice. And shout us out on Instagram, Facebook, yeah, whatever we'll, you want. We'll post it. Huh? We'll repost it for sure if you shout us out on Facebook. Of course we'll, we will. Yeah. What else are we gonna do? Gonna Just like it, it and not it yeah. What are we gonna be? Red. We're not gonna be a ghost follower like <laughs> what Cam Newton calls people out for. <laughs> Anyways, so we got to talk about the whiskey still, bro. It's gonna be sixty bucks, okay? So it's a little, it's a little bit more than fifty. Obviously, we we're trying to keep everything like as low as possible. But with this being finished in a dessert wine barrel. It being the only one in the United States, it coming from Ireland, all the stuff that has to go into that, 
it's $59.99. That's how low we could have got it for you guys. So go on the app. You can buy. You can start pre-order right now. It's on their site. So if you want it, go pick it up. There's only 300 sold, and that's the last it's going to be. Well, starting March, you can pick it up, but you can start buying it now. Yeah, you can pre-order it now for to be ready before St. Patty's Day. Yeah, so don't show up in, you know... February, you'd be like, I'm here to pick it up. It's not in. True. So wait. All right. We'll let you know. We'll let you know when it's available for pickup. Yeah. So be on the lookout. And then if you want to get notified earlier, then become a patron and then you'll get a week's notice ahead of everybody else. So appreciate that. And uh, other weekly recap things. Woof. It's been a whirlwind. Interviews, scheduling interviews, um, uploading. We have our cocktail recording, like, around the corner, which is going to be hysterical. Mm -hmm. And what did you do this week? Exactly what you just said. The single barrel pick? I haven't been able to breathe. I've been swimming and editing. And editing. That's why I'm like, what do you want to talk about? I've been living, living, literally living at my computer for the past week. All right, so then let's dive into today's use fact. Go for it. The Library of Alexandria. Oh, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Correct, dude. So the Library of Alexandria, okay, when it vanished and it burned down, everyone was super confused about what was going on. There, So this is the useless fact. No one knows what it looked like, like, as a layout perspective. Was it multiple buildings, one building, what's going on? There's a couple records, okay, and those couple records indicate that there were multiple buildings, courtyards... Water features, benches, sitting outside, reading, etc. And it all was torched. From those remnant records, they built what is now the basis for modern-day university campuses. So a college today is based off of what was known as the Library of Alexandria. Today's use is fact. Let me grab my phone and open Safari before you start asking all these freaking questions, because I know they're coming. Yeah, they're coming. Because I just don't understand what they could have had. When did this happen? BC, right? Yeah. When so first did... of all, what was like the actual... Why did they consider it a library? It burned down 48 BCE. Listen, if they added an E to BC and AD, I'm going to lose my mind. That's what I was taught. I don't know what BCE is. Yeah, what is BCE? Before Christ, Egypt. (laughs) For about 300 years after its founding in 283 BCE, the library thrived. But then in 48 BCE, Julius Caesar laid siege to Alexandria, set the ships in the harbor on fire, and for years, scholars believe the library burned as the blaze spread into the city. Okay, next question. What the hell is BCE? Common Era. Common Era is one of the year notations before used... Before the Common Era, I gotcha. So it's not before Christ and after death. They, before they the changed Common it. Era. Oh, they changed it. Yeah, religion, bro. Got to separate church and state. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so what is AD? Here it is. Why is BC now called BCE? When did this change? I hate this. Right. I hate this, Derek. I'm old. You ready? Simply put, BCE, before Common Era, is a secular version of BC before Christ. There you go. I was right. CE, Common Era, is the secular equivalent of AD. Right, after death. No. Anno Domini. 
which means in the year of the Lord in Latin. I thought it was after death. It is. That's what we were taught. So it's been frequent used by the Jews academics for more than 100 years, and this changed as of 2020. What else is new? God, this is it's, so stupid. It's BC and AD. I'm not playing this game. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not playing this game. So 48 BC, Caesar burned everything down. So we're blaming this all on Caesar? Yeah, he, he conquered it, burned it down, and then he burned the ships in the harbor, and it's believed, but it's not proven, because they don't know, I guess, or there's no way to prove it, because it's not what you know, it's what you can prove in the court of law. That the fire spread and then burned down the Library of Alexandria. So who else in that time would have had any... The aliens, bro. <laughs> Is that the conspiracy theory? Who destroyed the library? Julius Caesar himself. The first person blamed for the destruction of the library is none other than Julius Caesar before I got stabbed. Caesar was pursuing Pompeii into Egypt. I thought that was a volcano. When he was suddenly cut off by an Egyptian fleet at Alexandria, greatly outnumbered and in enemy territory, Caesar ordered the ships in the harbor to be set on fire. All right, so what is the conspiracy theory, though, with this? That there was a ton of documents that... Basically would have helped us understand how modernized things were in that time period. Just because of the fact that we built colleges based off of what the library of Alexandria was? Well, no, it's just because there was such, like, there were architectural feats completed in that time period. Like the pyramids and everything. Yeah, and then everyone's like, how did they know how to do this? How is their machining so good where now our modern tools and equipment still can't do what they were able to do in that amount of time? So that's... That's basically where they're like, we don't know why they were able to do this. And it's like, it must have been housed in the burning, or it must have been housed in the the library of Alexandria because that's where they kept all their scrolls. That's where all the records were. And then Julius Caesar got flanked and then set everything on fire. And then he ended up burning down the library and then we lost all those records. So aliens is the reason why we're able to do all. Gotcha. So it's not realistic. No, no. So that's really the conspiracy theory behind Library of Alexandria is that aliens burned it down? No, that Julius oh. Caesar did. But no, well, I'm saying the now, conspiracy theory. Now what they're saying is because we can't prove anything because all of the proof would have been in that library that got burned down, now everyone's blanket reasoning is aliens. aliens yeah, first of all. Aliens help build the pyramids. If they were that. able to build pyramids, don't, they, don't you think that they would have, be able to have like a photocopier or something? Photocopy these documents. What are we doing housing this all in one place? You, you got to have disaster recovery plans. Would you stop? What if something happens to that building? You need a satellite building that houses all the copies of this stuff. <laughs> the hell are you doing? Bad, bad planning. Okay. It was aliens. Why was it so important? It was built in the Birshion Royal Quarter as part of the Mausion. Its main purpose was to show off the wealth of Egypt with research as a, at a lesser goal, but its contents were used to aid the ruler of Egypt. Yeah, it's a resource. And it was stayed, It was in Egypt. It was one of the largest and most significant libraries of the ancient world. The library was part of a larger research institution called the Mosean, which was dedicated to the Muses, the nine goddesses of the arts. The idea of a universal library in Alexandria may have been proposed by Demetrius of Palerium. Falerium, I don't know, it's PH, I don't know, Fat Farm. An exiled Athian statesman living in Alexandria who may have established plans for the library, but the library itself was probably not built until the reign of his son. The library quickly acquired many scrolls 
owing largely to the some kings, right? I, I, I can't read. I don't know what those are. Aggressive and well-funded policies for procuring texts. It's unknown precisely how many scrolls were housed at any given time, but estimates range from 40,000 to 400,000 at its height. So it's a national library in Egypt. Caesar burned it down, and it was estimated to have anywhere from forty to 400,000 scrolls, a.k.a. roughly 100,000 books. Gone. So, and there was a hundred scholars that were employed there at its height. So, so if it sur- if it survived and it didn't get burned down, then how long do you think it would have taken before it actually got burned down? Do you think it would still be standing today? If yeah, it probably. Bur- really, you think so? Yeah, you have I mean, much there's more part- faith than I do. Well, there's there's monuments in Greece that are still standing. And they're okay. older than that, but they're not housing important documents. I mean. Let's see. Well, I have another useless fact while I'm doing research. What's the longest overdue book at a library? 20 years. No, 288 years. Um, the library isn't even standing anymore, so is it overdue? It was the Archbishop of Bremen. It was accepted as being the world record for the longest overdue book. Robert Valpole borrowed this from Sydney Sussex College Library in 1667 1668, and discovered at Houghton House in the mid-1950s. It was returned 288 years later. Well, that was cool. It was finally returned. Yeah. Okay. What was so, his charge? How much did he have to pay? <laughs> yeah, what was he going to do, paint us? I didn't the, know that libraries were free. My friend just told me that the other day. I didn't know that they were free. Is that what our taxes are going to? Is that why your property taxes are $9,000 yeah, a year because could, of that library edition? You could just go to West Seneca Library, grab a book for free, and then return it. I did not know that. I think you have to be a member of the library. Yeah, you got to have a library card. But how much does that cost? Nothing. Yeah. You just got to go through the process and, and file the paperwork so and they, they can know. get any book you want. If they don't have it, you just ask them and they can get it. I mean, let's start doing some research on booze. So, yeah. So that's that's the Library of Alexandria. That's fascinating. I don't know about that. Yeah. Like, I knew about it. I knew that it burned down, but I don't know that Caesar was to blame. You know, sometimes you just got to start things on fire, apparently. What a disaster. He didn't intentionally start on fire. It was an accident. No, he, I mean, kind of. He intentionally told them, burn down every ship in the harbor, and then all of a sudden it it caught fire in the library. He burned everything down. Are we at 15 yet? But why would he... Why would he want to burn down the library? It doesn't make sense. That has no value to him if he burns down the library. It's intel. Of course it is. He could use the intel, so why would he want to burn it down? Eh. I don't you know. You don't destroy the evidence, bro. I, I don't, don't like know. It. I don't like it. He knew his records were safe. So what do you Maybe think Maybe he happened? wanted to burn down their records so that he looked like he was on top. Do you think that it was him, or do you think it was something else? No. I'm just going to... I don't... Come on, man. I don't know. I wasn't even a... My dad wasn't even a thought in his, in his dad's nutsack. I don't know what was going on. Well, yeah, it was... None of us were even... Correct. I don't know. That's... Do you I'm, think that... The, I don't hear anything from, like, 0 ADE or whatever we're doing now. I don't hear anything from CE to now, like, 1700s. Like, before 1600s, I don't know anything that happened. In this country? Yeah, no, like, well, obviously not this country. This country didn't exist back then, really. But I'm saying, like, 
I don't remember learning anything in the history books from like zero AD to like two hundred. Do you think that was all made up? And we're just like we're starting at one thousand. This is how we're doing it now. Everything before seventeen seventy six is a lie. Um, so let's do. Uh, let's see. Like, so is this a stupid question? When did the dinosaurs supposedly come here? Like, what was that? Was that BC or AD? When did dinosaurs? I feel like I'm so stupid when we do this podcast. <laughs> when did dinosaurs start existing? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> 230 million years ago, they started existing. So what is that? The prehistoric, the prehistoric reptiles known as dinosaurs arose during the middle to late Triassic period of the Mesozoic era, some 230 million years ago. So question for you. What were dinosaurs called before 1841? <laughs> <laughs> if we are, if we have record fossils and stuff starting back 230 million years ago, why did we decide that this one dude is going to change us from, ah, oh, this shit happened in the past, and now we're in the common era? Why did that happen? Why did we start over? Like, A.D.? Yeah. Well, religion. Because Christianity took over basically the world, and everyone was like, okay, so after death is when we're just going to basically restart because of our faith in this one guy called the Lord and Jesus. And then that's it. That's that's the difference between BC and AD. Why did they mess everything up? Well, we're humans, dude. What do you expect? First of all, and then secondly, it's all man-made, anyways. And no one knows. You're gonna get me all fired up. <laughs> no one knows what was going on. Like Jesus existed, but then 900 years after he died, the Bible showed up. I think that's what it was. It's like 900 years after the fact, and all of a sudden it's just like, we're believing it. It's the Bible. I can't go through a religious discussion again because I have no idea. And I, I'll just I know, ask you to I start safariing everything. And then my dad already punched somebody in the face. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I just... So you're telling me nothing existed, right? Follow me here. Nothing Woods. existed from zero. Or how far did BCE go back? How about that? What's that question? Hold on. What's you, the oldest you BCE? Looked at, you looked that up. i got to find the answer to this question. What question? i got my own questions in my head because <laughs> you're making me think. <laughs> What's the oldest BCE? Or BC? I'm just going fucking BC. I'm not doing this shit. Earliest known civilizations arrived in Sumer, 4500 or 4000 BC. Earliest recorded date in Egyptian calendar is 4241 BC. One more time. <laughs> so hold on. This raises more questions. All right. Unpack this with us. See, this is what we wanted to do today. All right. Ready? Here we go. <laughs> Last week, we did this whole telescope discussion, and it blew my friggin' mind <laughs> because I don't understand how we can see back in time to see when the friggin' Big Bang happened. And that sparked a fire under me that was like, why don't we just do this for every episode where we research stuff that we have no idea about and are completely unqualified to tell? That's the whole premise of this podcast going forward. So, okay. He's half kidding. No, I'm not. It's 100% true. So, all right. So, I'm so fucking lost. All right, so, religion. Uh, okay. BC. Yeah, before Christ. We were saying that this is when, when did God exist? Is this a weird question? If God is Jesus' dad, God right? was never on happens? earth, right? He created Earth, but he was never on ground. So he created Earth 42, 4 point, 40, 
4,241 years before his son died. Okay. Right? Because this is saying the earliest known civilization arises in Sumer. Earliest recorded date in the Egyptian calendar is 4241. So that means that there were civilizations 4,241 years before Christ died. Correct? Am I translating that right? Wait, so they started documenting things on a calendar? Yeah, 4,241 years before Christ, B.C. And then they started recording things on a calendar what year? 4241. That's the year. So 4241, they started recording things on a a calendar. calendar. Yeah, and the earliest known civilization was around 4500 B.C. So we have 300 years even before the calendar that we know civilization existed. But we don't know what was going on. So is that Correct. like is that like the Lucy thing? No, that's not the Lucy thing. Is this like cavemen, or is this before? Is this after cavemen? But isn't the whole religious argument that God created people? Isn't that the whole thing? Like He created us. There's two dupe people: Adam, and Eve. One broke a rib. One talked to a snake, and they all went around um, a burning bush. There was an apple somewhere. Yeah, there was something yeah. going on. So isn't that the whole conversation that He created people? But we got people 4,500 years before Christ. First of all, well, is there I think any, I we think when they say this. I think when they say before Christ, you're talking about Jesus specifically, not God. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I was wondering when God was here. Was he ever here? No, God was never on ground. He just but, created everything. So we and science's explanation is the Big Bang theory, but everyone th- says, nah, like God created all this. <laughs> like, but God is the Big Bang. So isn't Jesus son of God? Right? Aren't we all yeah. sons of God? Though, isn't that the, the whole aspect? Well, of this? I I know I am. <laughs> I know I am. (laughs) All right. So Jesus didn't come around until at least 4,000 years after God created the first thing. That's what this is. That's what religion is trying to tell us after we know the earliest civilization. Yeah. So he's been around for 4,000 years, and then he's like, it's time. Yeah. It's about time. But did he create the dinosaurs, too? Is our, do, does religion He created everything. That? He created everything. So now we're going even back further, 230 million years before he created Christ. How old was Christ when he died? Uh, Like Jesus? Yeah. Christ. I don't, I don't know. He took like 1,000 steps with a piece of furniture <laughs> on his back or something crazy, right? <laughs> Is there a time period before Christ and after death? Look that up. How old... Was Jesus when he died? I wish I was as inquisitive in school, dude. I would have drove my tre- my teachers insane. <laughs> they would have kicked you out. <laughs> Are there years between BC and AD? Okay, this has been searched before, so I'm not high. <laughs> this calendar era is based on the traditionally reckoned year of the conception of birth of Jesus, with AD counting years from the start of this epoch and BC. D- denoting years before the start of this time. There is no year zero in this scheme. That still doesn't make sense to me. So before Christ and after death are technically one year apart, but that doesn't make sense. If you're, Then he must have been one when he died. Grace period. We we're mourning his loss. <laughs> it so, doesn't make sense. Well, listen dude. to this. He was born 4 B.C. Circa 4 B.C. In... The kingdom of Judah, which was the Roman Empire. I thought it was Jerusalem. Isn't Jerusalem in the Roman Empire? I don't know. Then he died. (laughs) Then he died A.D. 30 or 33. So they're like, he's either 33 or 36 years old. How how do you not know? If you know when he was born, how do you not know when he died? 
You just forgot what year it was? So why do... A.D. is after death, am I right? Yeah. So... We all know we died for crucifixion. So it's so after death. The- we started calling it after death before the dude even died. <clears throat> How do we know Jesus was 33? Jesus was about <laughs> 30 years of age when he was baptized by John. And we know that he was crucified in 33 AD, April 3rd to be precise. We can accurately place the date of Easter because Passover takes place on a full moon and there are only two Passovers that century that took place on a Friday. How'd, it took him 30 years to get baptized in his own faith? He's Jesus. <laughs> That's why you're here and it took you 30 years to get dunked? <laughs> what? And then he's like, hey, John. <laughs> John, come on over here. Come on, John. <laughs> Give me the dunk. What are, what are we doing? You wonder why people gave up their faith. None of it adds None up. None of this makes sense. <laughs> it doesn't. I'm still concerned as to why it was called AD 33 if he didn't die. How old's he in 2021? Jesus is 2023 years old. Did Jesus have a <sighs> wife? Mary's his wife. Yeah, Jesus marrying Joseph, bro. So calculating years across BC and AD. For example, if you need to work out how many years are between January first 200 bc to january 1st 700 a.d you add the bc and the a.d numbers together okay yeah duh why is this that's simple math what are you talking about what i want to know all right we have am i seriously like the only one that's confused about this you have bc which is save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's considered before Christ, the time that existed before he lived. That's what before Christ means. If I said I lived a life before Gina, that means that was my life before she came into my life. This is easy stuff. Before Christ, he wasn't here yet. After death, he died. That's what (laughs) after death means. So you're telling me that there's a one-year difference between before Christ and after death, but he was 33 years old. And why are we calling it after death if he didn't die until A.D. 33? I, I don't know, dude. I got kicked out of religion. <laughs> none, of, none of this adds up. Literally none of it. So, I, so Moses is credited for writing the Bible. So that the, no, that was Noah. Moses was a dude that walked he, up the mountain <laughs> and thought, then wrote the Ten Commandments because he heard about him through God or whatever. I thought that was a dude with the ship and the two animals each. No, that's, that's Noah. Noah's Ark. Yeah. How, so, who is he again? Noah? Yeah. He's the one that built the ark, which is this giant ship out of wood. But that's religion too, right? Yeah. Okay. And then put all the animals on there. One of one of each animal. Or t- no, two of each animal, one of each gender. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then put him on the ship, and then he escaped the floods or whatever. Because the floods were a- coming. <laughs> so Moses wrote the Bible. But I'm trying to figure out when. Because I heard something about there was like a gap between Jesus dying and then when the Bible showed up. And it was like 900 years or something crazy. And everyone's like, why? Like, what took so long? So, hold on. 
the exact dates when Moses lived are still a matter of controversy. The reason is that the precise date of the exodus of the children of Israel from Egypt is still debated. Two different dates, 1445 B.C. or 1290 B.C. are put forward to be the date of the exodus. Those that advocate a 1445 B.C. date do it on the basis of internal evidence from Scripture. So 1 Kings 6.1 tells us that Solomon built the temple in the fourth year of his reign over Israel. The fourth year of Solomon's reign was about 966 B.C., which was 480 years before. That would give us a date of approximately 1445 B.C. The wandering in the desert would have taken place during the 40 years after 1445. So the first five books of the Old Testament would have been composed at that time. So 1,400 years after he died. So 1445, the things are written. But he died, Jesus died in 30 or 33 AD. That's what I'm saying. So do you think that there's a gap of like unexplained time? Yeah, there is. There has to be. Especially now because no one knows what's going on. Why? Because we were just riding camels and fishing. (laughs) You know, dealing with sediment in the Nile. You wonder. You wonder why people question things. This might be a little controversial, too, but what else is new? Why did we decide, or people decide to create Christianity when Judaism is alive? Like, the dude, all of them were Jewish. Yeah. So, now you're just going to make him Christian? Is there a story behind that as to why he's Christian? Jesus? Yeah. Probably. There has to be. What was he baptized as? Probably... Jewish, right? No, he was baptized as a Catholic or as a Christian. Do you baptize Jewish people? I don't know. Good question. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't raised Jewish. All I know is Jewish people typically have larger noses and they're really good with money. God, we're going to get canceled. Dude, there's a reason why (laughs) there's a a stereotype. It's because it's accurate. But yeah, we're probably going to get canceled. History of baptism, background in Jewish ritual. Christians consider Jesus to have instituted the sacrament of baptism. Yeah, but the differences between Jewish and Catholic and Christian is slim. I think it's just like a couple fine details in their story. I'll look that up. Difference of Jew versus Christian. I wrote Christina because my hands are numb because it's 14 degrees in here. It actually feels pretty good. Compared to last year, You're do, next do you remember, to it, yeah, do you remember last horrible. year? I was in a coat. We always got made fun of. All right, Jews believe in individual and collective participation in an eternal dialogue with God through tradition, rituals, prayers, and ethical actions. Christians generally believe in a in a triune God, which is one person of whom became human. Judaism emphasizes the oneness of God and rejects the Christian concept of God in human form. So we think God's a dude. And Jews are like, nah, it's just God. It's a thing. And we're like, well, then why was Jesus here? And they're like, nah, we believe in Jesus too. By the way, don't buy that Snickers bar. Save that $2.40. I still don't understand this whole Jesus thing. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think I, I ever I just will. don't understand how this universe was created 230 billion years ago, or 2.3 billion years ago. But Jesus decided to come literally 2.3 billion years after that happened, and we're like, we're going to start counting now. How come he hasn't come back? 
How long has it been since he left? Well, we don't know if we come back. What? We don't like know. reincarnation? Yeah, we don't know that. We don't know anything until we die. That's why I've always told my parents that. And I said, I would love to die. And they're like, what is wrong with you? No, you don't know. Like, no, no, no. I, like, I want to come back. I'm just saying, like, I want to die to know what actually happens after, like, after life. You know what I mean? Like, what happens? But I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. But we all just go to heaven. That's the belief. It's not that we come back. It's just that we go to heaven. So Jesus was sent here without having sex different topic of conversation which i guess we'll get to because we're just we've been off the rails for like three seconds and then you just get whipped you carry a tree you die on the said tree and then and then you go and then you never come back because now you're in heaven and you sacrifice yourself right and then there's other people that say like well i've talked to them like i've talked to god like i've i've talked to mary like wouldn't you get stigmata I don't know what that is. Stigmata is the, uh, the holes in the hands and the feet. Because if you've actually talked to one of them, then they give you stigmata so that everyone on earth knows that what you're saying is real. You've never heard of stigmata? Has Dude, that ever happened before in the history of the world? Yeah. There's what? multiple cases of stigmata. What? You've never heard of stigmata? No, dude. You've never seen... Uh, uh, <sighs> Jesus, no pun intended. What is uh, the exorcism? <laughs> Jesus, of- Mary and Joseph. <laughs> the exorcism of Emily Rose. Stigmata. Yeah, I've seen that, but I don't remember that. Yeah, stigmata is a thing, man. Stigmata, singular stigmata in Christian mysticism. Yeah, it's mystic, dude. No, it's none not. Of this is it's happening. not. People bodily have had marks, it. scars, or pains corresponding to those of the crucified Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's holes in the hands and that the feet. That is on the hand and the feet, near the heart, and sometimes on the head from the crown of thorns or shoulders or back. So basically, every body part. Well, is I mean, stigmata he, yeah, he a real got his, thing. Jesus got his ass kicked when he was here. Basically, <laughs> people who have stigmata exhibit wounds that du- duplicate or represent those of Jesus. Is said to have endured during his crucifixion. Dude, there's 10 cases of it. There's there's more than 10, but there's 10 infamous cases of it. St. Catherine de Rizzi, uh Father James Bruce, Nat Uza Uvalo. Sounds super fake. Look, at, Dude, look at the photo of her. Who? Natuza Uvalo. Type this in. N-A-T. I was going to say, I hope you don't think I'm going to try to spell that. <laughs> you got it? N-A-T. Yeah. U-Z-Z-A. Uvalo. Gotcha. Yeah. And then go to images. Oh, she's young, dude. She just died? Like, in 2009. She died, like, 15 years ago? On August 23rd, 1924. Born, born into... Definitely not the right person. No, no, no. She was born then. Born, oh, 1924. Yeah, she was yeah. born in 24. She died in 2009. Well, this is her story. She was born into a fatherless family wrought with poverty. Uvalo and her siblings were known locally as bastard children. Poverty kept Uvalo from school, and she was illiterate her entire life, often described as, as a serene child. Uvalo began praying to the Virgin Mary at an early age for relief from her strife. At six, she was given the gift of being able to see Jesus, the Virgin Mary, angels, and saints. Her pastor at the time, though impressed by the gift the child had received, told her to keep all this information to herself for her own safety. So in 1934, her mom was arrested, and she and her siblings were cast out by the the landlady. With nowhere to sleep or stay safe, Uvalo prayed to the Madonna to keep her safe and find her shelter. Madonna? Apparently, while praying, (laughs) Uvalo heard a voice say, Courage, I'll find you a place to live. A few days later, she was safe and sound in a communal dwelling. 
things in her life got a bit more spiritual in the years to come. Throughout her life, she still spoke with Jesus and the Virgin Mary, but she was also afflicted with the markings of Christ. Stigmata ravaged her body and made her painful and bloody every Friday and through the entirety of Lent. So every Lent, she bled out of her wounds. During those times, she'd lock herself away because the pain from stigmata was too much for her to bear. Her stigmata wounds were very profound in that they had the ability to produce uh, hemorrhage, hem, hemography, hemography. Why can't I read today? I don't know. Or writing produced by blood. Starting at 16, she would experience writing and symbols being produced from the blood, which wept from her stigmata wounds. The blood would bleed from her body and then form a symbol. Did you hear what I just said? Her blood would the bleed blood, from her body and form a symbol? Yeah. On the ground or on her hand? On, on like, it would just, yeah, it would exist. What it would just symbol, form a symbol. Though? Like, yin-yang? <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Any linen, garment, or other materials that touched her weeping skin would come away with markings that were always Christian in nature. Many wanted their own pieces of homography from Uvalo, but they would never be produced on the spot. This miraculous writing ability took place on and off during her life until her death in 2009. So that's one case. The other cases are Mary Rose Farron. She had it. I don't even know how to say this name. Zlatko Sudak. Interesting. Uh, <clears throat> Padre Pio of Pia Trilencia. I, I don't know where that is. St. <laughs> Gemma Galani. <clears throat> Teresa Newman. Teresa Musco. Dude, there's... I, and then St. Francis of Assasi. He was the poster child of stigmata. Curiously, there are no known cases of stigmata for the first 1,200 years after Jesus died. The first person said to suffer from said to suffer from stigmata was St. Francis of Assisi from 1882 to 1226, so he didn't really live a long life. And there have been about three dozen others throughout history, most of them women. Padre Pio, did you talk about him? Did you say him? Padre Pio is the most famous stigmatic in history, uh, was Francis Forgione. From 1887 to 1968. Dude, all this happened recently. Better known as Padre Pio, or Pio of Petralcina. The most beloved Italian saint of the last century, Padre Pio, first began noticing red, red wounds appearing on his hands in 1910. And the phenomenon progressed until he experienced full stigmata in 1918 as he prayed in front of a crucifix in his monastery's chapel. Padre Pio was said to have been able to fly. Okay, now I'm really not believing this. Padre Pio was said to have been able to fly and also to bilocate, to be in two places at once. His stigmata was allegedly accompanied by a miraculous perfume. This sounds like this is a movie. The Reverend Charles Mortimer Cardi, in his 1963 biography of the saint, noted that it smelled of violets, lilies, roses, incense, or even fresh tobacco. And whenever anyone noticed a perfume, it's a sign that God bestowed some grace through the intercession so, of Padre Pio. None of this makes any sense. Dude. What happens tomorrow? <clears throat> no more research. What happens tomorrow if you wake up at Stigmata? Hopefully I can fly. Then I don't have to worry about <laughs> snowstorms anymore. I don't even care about it, having the wounds on my hand. If I can fly, I'm good. This, uh, this other chick didn't fly. Would you Would you rather fly or be invisible? That's a good question. 
fly. Yeah, fly. The hormones in me say invisible, but I would want to fly. Yeah, fly. Fly. That'd be cool. That'd be cooler. Because then you don't have to worry about shit. Because then you always fly, baby. Oh, yeah. Always be that's, flying, That's bro. right. Praise God. <clears throat> that's... Okay. We should do a whole episode of stig- this next <laughs> next episode. I, I can't believe you never heard of stigmata. I don't do anything with religion at all. Isn't that I barely watch though? Exorcism because it has a religious component. I don't watch scary movies based around religion because I know I won't get scared because I don't understand any of what's going on. Yeah. So I don't watch anything. So let me ask you this. Do it. What show are you watching right now? Totally off topic. Are you watching anything right now? No. Dude, you got to watch The Sopranos and you got to watch it with me. I just finished season one. Did it's you? 13 episodes. Jesus, dude. What are you doing? And they're only 45 minutes. That's a lot of time. No, it's not. We just watch like one a day and then we move on. I, yeah, maybe. We're rewatching Outlander just because it's something to watch. Watch The Sopranos, dude. You've never seen it. After I'm done editing and I come down at 9 o'clock, the last thing I want to do is have to pay attention to something that I've never watched before. That's why I always rewatch stuff. It's because I don't have to pay attention. I can just relax. Well, you started Outlander. You yeah, started again. Men in Kilts. Yeah, but now I don't have time to do that oh stuff because God. now we friggin' record four times a week for some godforsaken reason. <laughs> I know, dude. It's good, though. It's good. It's good for Patreons. It's good for the audience. It's good for the. It's good for the subs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, anything else you got to talk about, or you want to get to my topic? No. <clears throat> what's your topic? What do you got? Are you gonna make me think? No. Kind of. So. What is it related this to? This year, football. Okay. This year is pretty notable when it comes to restricted and unrestricted free agents after this year. Okay. And I want to know where do you think some of these can go. Okay. <clears throat> Devonte Adams. He's staying in Green Bay. They're probably going to franchise tag him. Do you think so? Even yeah. if Rodgers leaves. Yeah. They're they're not. I mean, they're dumb as an organization, but they're not that dumb. But that's Devonte Adams' call. I don't think they're going to let Devonte Adams leave Green Bay. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers is leaving. I think Russell Williams. Wilson? Oh yeah, Williams, because he exists. <laughs> Holy guacamole. Speaking now, I want some guac. Um, yeah, Russell Wilson. I, today. It was so good. I think Russell Wilson is going to leave Seattle before Aaron Rodgers leaves Wisconsin. Where do you think he's going? <clears throat> Who, Russell Wilson? Yeah. The Giants. Yeah. 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 Danny Dimes isn't the answer. They like Danny Dimes. Dude, if you look at Danny Dimes. Their ownership and, is a train wreck. Well, yeah, but if you look at Danny Dimes in the receiving core that he's had around him, he's actually played very, very well. Yeah. For having no receivers, I don't think that they're done with Danny Dimes. I don't think no, he they're goes not. There. But they're not going to pass up Russell Wilson either. I don't think he's going there. Russell Wilson, when he runs in for a touchdown, he doesn't give himself a concussion doing so. So, <laughs> Danny Dimes takes some notes. Who else you got? So you think he's going? I don't think. I think that if anything, Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers are going to go to Denver. Denver would be a perfect spot for an elite quarterback. They have an insanely talented wide receiving core with Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. They have an incredible tight only end, two guys. Noah Fan. You have a great running back at Javante Williams. You have a really good offensive line. The entire offense is good except for friggin' Teddy Bridgie and Drew friggin' Locke. Yeah, Drew Locksmith. You one of them has to go there. And the other one, who else needs a quarterback really bad? Besides the Jets. New Orleans, um, probably. Yeah, New Orleans is true. But they just signed Taysom Hill, though. But anyway. Yeah, because he's a weapon. Yeah. So, Allen Robinson, 
he's another big name, wide receiver from Chicago, that has oh. done terrible this year because they don't have a quarterback to throw. Yeah, I was going to say who? Exactly. Yeah. Allen Robinson know. was like a first-round talent. Okay. Uh, Chris Godwin. Do you think he stays? I think so. I think so because they're probably because he's on he's with the Niners, right? Mm-mm. Who's he with? The Bucks. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, especially now because AB left. They need him. Okay, so what about that story? <laughs> what do you think happened? Because I think Bruce Arians is an asshole in this situation. I think they're both assholes. I think that I think AB's Antonio- a I think AB's dumb. Well, he's a diva for sure. Yeah, and he's toxic. He just had surgery the Monday after the game because his ankle was broken. Yeah, he also apparently didn't tell anybody, and then there's text messages though between him and Bruce or him Uh and someone saying that it's broken. Yeah, but it didn't go up the like he didn't tell the coach that at all during the game at all. All he said was, "I'm unhappy with the lack of targets." All through, all through the first half and through halftime, and then after halftime, I'm upset. I'm upset with targets, and then that was their only exchange on the sidelines between Arians and AB was yeah. lack of targets, nothing else about being hurt. That's why Arians is like, "What are you talking about?" Like he told him to just go away, like you're done. After he complained again about lack of targets, it wasn't about being hurt. See, I don't know if I believe that story though. Well, then there's also a new story about AB had a a girl at the team hotel for like a one night stand before, like. Before the Jets, I can see that. And then she ended up testing positive for COVID like the day after, so it impacted the entire team. But like that's just developing today, like tonight, right before we started recording this. So I don't know how that's going to play out. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I trust any of these people. It's a disaster. The yeah. whole situation's a disaster. Now I got another one for you. The Super Bowl might move from LA to Dallas. I saw that because of lockdowns. Do you blame them? No, not at all. That. Dude, like, politics aside, but not really, because it's a political point, but it's a point worth noting. Businesses are going to do what's best for them, and people are going to do what's not annoying and what's not a giant pain in the rear. Correct. And you don't go to California with their, like, ridiculous Australian-like idea of how to handle COVID. Right. You go to a red state, just saying. Like, yeah. there's millions of dollars at stake. They're not going to put up with it. They're 100% yeah, going to move the Super not. Bowl. Yeah. There's too many people that go in before the game itself for all the interviews, all the hype up. Yeah. Then there's millions of people that go see the Super Bowl that are a part of the NFL that go there. Like, the whole league goes there. And then you're going to waste, like, California is so dumb for losing all that revenue. If all they, the hotels, all the foods, all the drinks, they're missing out on all of it, and it's all going to go to Texas. If you think – if this does happen and they do move the Super Bowl to Texas, yeah. do you think California is done? Like, do you think there's going to be a mass exodus of all of that because they're There like, already has been. Well, yeah, but even more. Because I, there's, there's still a lot of people in Hollywood staying there. Yeah, because they make millions and they're, they're fine. That's what I'm saying, but I think that even this will push them out. Hollywood is never going to leave Cali. What what Hollywood people do is buy homes in other states, yeah. but they don't leave Cali because th- that's where they make their money. But they buy homes all over the place. Like the Kardashians have a house in Colorado. Right. Like it's that's such a good idea. So, but yeah, I mean, I don't. People have been leaving California for years before COVID. Yeah. That's why there's there's communities in Texas that are just full of Californians. <clears throat> there's people in Montana that moved from California to you know, same with Florida. All right. Let me find. Nancy Pelosi's retiring in Florida, for Christ's sake, because she doesn't want to deal with the taxes. All right, so we're going to start with... With her multiple sub-zero frizzes. <laughs> so, 
the big names that I wanted you to talk on, we already did. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Devonta Adams. Those are the big names. We're going to go to Buffalo. I want to know where do you think these people are going. Jerry Hughes. He's gone. He's going to so? re- retire, if anything. It's not going to be that big of a conversation. Plus, that's going to allow us to open up cap space, and it's going to be much. We don't need Jerry Hughes. Yeah. He's, done, he's made like four good plays. Sorry. True. AJ Epinesa can step in. Mario Edison. He's probably gone, too. Vernon Butler. We're probably going to keep him. Emmanuel Sanders. He's gone after this year. Gabe Davis proved we don't need him, and we don't need an over-the-top threat because we don't need that. Do you think Sanders would sign like a one-year veteran minimum just to be a part of the team? Probably not. The Super Bowl? Probably not. No. He he literally said he just wants a Super Bowl. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, you no. think that? No? No. I think that he might. Mitchie Biscuits. Mitchie He'll Jersey. probably get signed by another team in the offseason. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Ike Butker. We're probably going to keep him. Because we don't have any offensive line. <laughs> yeah, and especially because of the draft. Like, we'll draft offensive linemen, yeah. I'm convinced. However, it doesn't mean that we're going to get rid of a, a veteran of our own system because we drafted a rookie. That doesn't make sense. Right. Levi Wallace. We'll probably keep him. Taiwan Jones. We'll probably keep him. F.A. Obata. We'll probably keep him. because we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll probably keep him. Plus, he's from Carolina, so. I'm going to leave him to the end. Matt Breida. We'll probably keep him. Really? You think so? Yeah, we'll probably you think keep we're him. Cutting Moss? Probably. Or we keep all three, and then we don't do anything at the running back position next year, and then, and then it I'll causes literally be another the, fan the, of a the Bills. Team. The Bills fans will just go into orbit, but correct. It is what it is. Harrison Phillips. Oh, he's staying. Yeah, for sure. Justin Zimmer. Phillips is probably going to take a pay cut to stay here. <laughs> probably. Um. Phillips. Justin Zimmer. Oh. Zimmer. Where is he? D-tackle. He's like a second string. Yeah, string guy. I, maybe. Saran Neal. Mm. It's a good one. I feel like we need to. We don't have a ton of safety help if Hyde or Poyer go down. He does play well, too. He does. When we, he's we'll in, he balls out. Him. Yeah, we'll probably keep him. Ryan Bates. We're going to keep yeah, him. Yeah, we'll keep him. Tyrell Dodson. Linebacker backup. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right. Even just for depth. Here's the big one. Tremaine. Isaiah McKenzie. Oh, well, Tremaine's coming up, too. He's on our team next year, though. We already signed. We, he's in for next year. It's Is this his last year on his rookie deal? No. He was with Allen. We drafted yeah. him with Allen. So it's the fifth-year option. Yeah, fifth-year option here. Or we sign him. Yeah. Next year, right? <laughs> Not this year. Yeah, yeah, this coming year. Yeah. That's gonna that's that's a big deal because because Allen's contract goes into effect. Yeah. And that's gonna impact all of these people. I don't I mean, I could see us keeping McKenzie, but we were gonna get rid of him last year and then he said, Pay me in candy, I'll stay. Yeah. So I Woof. It's a big one, dude. Yeah. I feel like we need him. I don't know if I'm sold on Stevenson. Well, Stevenson has like three offensive snaps since he's shown well, up. Well, I'm just talking special teams. I'm not even talking receiver at this point, just punt returner. Well, McKenzie's got a bigger case to stay on the team because of his offensive That's impact. Saying, yeah. So we'll probably keep him, and then we'll probably make Stevenson the special teams guy, and then it'll be just a he's our returner, our full time returner, just what like we did with Andre Roberts. What was interesting last week when Stevenson fumbled that one? Yeah. One, we kept him in, which yeah. is fine. But then a couple punts later, we didn't, and we put Hyde in yeah. for safety to, like, dude, we need somebody to freaking catch the ball. Don't run it back. We need somebody to catch the ball. Why didn't we put McKenzie in? Probably because of that, because we're scared of him fumbling. That's not a good. Well, or injury, or I don't know. 
could have been a multiple of reasons. That was fascinating to me that we put Hyden over McKenzie. Call him up. So Jets. Just be like, hey, coach. All right, so this year, this week, we have we're playing the Jets, obviously. Not a guaranteed one because I almost beat Tampa last week. Sunday but, at 425. Yeah, so we played the Jets this week. Cincinnati is playing Cleveland. And Kansas City is playing Denver on Saturday night. Okay. So Cincinnati-Cleveland game. Baker's on IR. He just had a shoulder surgery. And Joe Burrow's not playing. So that's a toss-up game, whoever wins that. Who's the backup for Browns? What's his um, name? Uh, what the hell's his name? <coughs> uh, Keenum? No, not Keenum. Yeah, Keenum, right? Case Keenum? Is it? I think so. Yeah, Case Keenum. He's backup for Browns. Okay. I don't know who the backup for Cincinnati is. But that game's Andy a Dalton. toss-up. No, Andy Dalton's on Chicago. That's right. Um, so I don't know who the backup is there. And that game's a toss-up. If Cincinnati loses and we win, we go to the third seed. We switch spots with them. Which was interesting to me why they wanted to sit Burrow. They didn't care about seeding. No. That's interesting. Probably because they have faith that they can win no matter what. They might be really cocky right now. Yeah, maybe. And Kansas City is playing Denver, I think. And Kansas City, if they lose and we beat the Jets, we go to second. What are your thoughts on that? Who do you think is going to win? What do you think the outcome of this week is And then we will play the Colts, right? Um, I'm not sure I right we, now who's the... Th- I think we play the Colts if we <clears throat> bump up in seed. If we don't bump up in seed, we play the Patriots. Which I do not want to... I don't really care. I'd rather play the Patriots. I'd rather the play the Patriots and the Colts. Yeah. So right now the standings are... Come on. Conference. Tennessee at the top. Kansas City 11-5. and five, Bengals 10-6. and six, Us 10-6. and six, Patriots 10-6. and six, Colts at 9-7. and seven, And the Chargers at 9-7. and seven. So... If everybody wins this week, the Monday night game is going to be awesome because the Monday night game is the Chargers versus Raiders winning in. It's going to be a great game to watch. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure that's the game. But So right now, if we jump up into second, then we play the Colts, correct? No, we play the Chargers, which I don't want to play either. Hmm. I'd rather play the Patriots out of those three. Mm-hmm. But if the Raiders win... I'd rather play the Raiders than the Colts for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather play probably the Raiders than the Patriots. Hunter Renthrow against the Bills. Yeah, but I don't. That's I'm my boy. Seeing, really, Hunter Renthrow? Yeah, why? He caught the 2016 national championship touchdown pass from Deshaun Watson to seal the win, bro. Oh God, Clemson talk. What? Are you t- so what? I will never forget that play ever in my life. That was unbelievable. And then you know you what happened he's right around that same time period? Uncle Don, he got a like, no, I'm just kidding. So You don't think he's I a mean, wide he receiver did, one, do you? No, he's a perfect, he's a Beasley. He's he's a long time, he's Andy Amendola, Cole Beasley. Uh, Wes Welker. Wes Welker, yeah. He's he's the he's that, yeah. and he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's who you go to. He's Johnny on the spot. Third down, that's it. Throw the quick out. <clears throat> All right, so. Sure-handed, quick feet. Who are the Patriots playing this week? I don't know. So if you're the Bills organization, you're looking at... If you're the Bills organization, you're probably saying home field advantage is more important to us than any opponent that we can face, right? True. So we're trying to win and get as high of a seat as possible. We're so not going to sit Allen. Playing. Yeah. We're not going to sit Allen and lose to say we're more looking to play Mac Jones. Than, right. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought, too. But So if Cincinnati loses and we win... Then we play the Colts. Yeah. You got to remember, too, Derrick Henry's back. This is going to be a tough He's back, but I wonder at what capacity. Yeah. 
Like, just because he gets 100% of the snaps doesn't mean he's playing at 100%. Sure, yeah, 100%. So, and then what if he gets hurt? Right. See Yeah, you snaps know. Snaps that foot again. Right, because that's what the Titans do. Oh, you're good, you're good enough to play? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, let's wrap this up. All right, everybody. Thank you for all your support. We will see you next week. Derek, take us out. This is episode <laughs> 120? Is it? I think so. Holy, holy bejesus. <laughs> Uh, maybe 119. I don't know what year it is anymore. Thank you, everybody, for joining. We have a ton more content coming for you out. If you want to download the Eddie's app, you can pre-order our whiskey right now. It is Klonikilty BHH Saw Turns Barrel. S-A-U-T-E-R-N-E-S, I think, maybe. Something like that. Go check it out. It's going to be fantastic. If you have any questions, feel free to let, leave us a comment down below. Also, leave a comment down below what you would like us to talk about next week. Last week, we talked about telescopes and how we can see the end of the universe, which was frightening to me. This year, for some reason, we decided to talk about Christ and what happened between 2.3 billion years ago and when we decided to reinvent the wheel and say, we're starting time now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so leave us a comment down below. Let us know if you would like us to talk about anything in particular. We appreciate your support. We upload every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday at 8 a.m. Full episodes, full uploads. It's just ridiculous how much content we do. So subscribe to us on YouTube. We are at Buffalo Happy Hour on YouTube. On Instagram, we are at the official Buffalo Happy Hour, where you can go over there and follow us there as well. We really appreciate your time today. It's not easy sticking around for a whole hour with us because we go off the rails and we don't really know how to organize our thoughts at all. But we do appreciate you joining, and hopefully you got some laughs out of this. If you are going to pick up this bottle of Klein and Kelsey that we reviewed or any of the whiskey we've reviewed over 100 at this point, please remember always drink responsibly. Be a good person. And, Michael. Do not let We're out. Saturday. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.